For the last year on 4BC, we've been following the story of a remarkable Brisbane uh, local, Tim Franklin. He's a triathlete. He was aiming to become the fastest man to run around the world. Wow, now think about that, run around the world. He started his journey at the South Bank Parklands on Saturday, December 3, 2022. Still going. Ending the year in New Zealand before running from east to west across the USA, from Santiago to Buenos Aires in South America mid last year, from Lisbon to Istanbul in Europe in October. Gee, what a what a kaleidoscope of, of countries and places and cultures he's been through. He then made his way to Asia where he ran from Kuala Lumpur to, in, to Singapore before touching down on home soil for the final stretch of his Herculean effort. We now find him in WA. What can I say? He's, um, he's got uh, no world record, but I tell you what, wait until you hear why and the odds that he's had to overcome to reach this point in this remarkable journey. Tim, welcome welcome back to Australia, firstly, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. And it's good to be back on home soil. Uh, where exactly are you today, mate? I am halfway between Bunbury and Bustleton in Western Australia, just running down the beautiful West Coast. Gosh, how's the body holding up? How's the, how's the head holding up? How's it all going? <laughs> yeah, um, the body's holding up okay. It's, uh, it's tired. But uh, that's probably to be expected, and the head—the head's probably been the bigger game. Uh, coming back to Oz was really overwhelming because um, I've just been solo and anonymous for so long. So to come back and have um, support um, and some some media coverage here has been overwhelming, but really awesome. So it's um, it's good to be back. That's for sure. A lot of people have said when I said we're having a chat to you today, how do you do it? How, physically, how does your body cope? How, how do you physically do this? It's, it's the equivalent of running, I've, I've just been reading, more than a marathon a day for the past 427 days. It's hard for a mere mortal like us to wrap our heads around that. Yeah, well, I, I still consider myself a mere mortal. All I do is um, just just do it nice and easy. Um, just try and enjoy it as much as I can. Um, obviously, there are tough parts of each day, but that's no different to anyone's day at work. So I just treat it like a day at work. Um, go about it, meet locals, see fascinating things, meet fascinating people. Uh, it's a bit of a dream, to be honest. Uh, how many countries and, and what's been your favourite? Um, Australia now will be my 19th country. Um, and I've had a lot of favourites. Um, but but what was really surprising was Eastern Europe um, was amazing. It was like a, it's like a step back in time going into some of those countries. You know, there are people still travelling by horse and cart, but... They were still so friendly and, and, and hospitable. And, yeah, so it was really surprising, sort of Romania, Serbia, uh, Hungary, those places were, were, were unreal. Oh, yeah, mate, uh, I can imagine. Uh, I don't know how you managed to sort of enjoy it while you're probably in a bit of pain while you're running. But anyway, um, can you tell us how – did you have any incidents? Have you had any injuries, any unusual moments? Yeah, but plenty, plenty of all of the above. Um, I've had yeah a few few niggles and pains with my legs across the journey. Um, not too bad though. Uh, just a couple of days where I've had to have some rest. Uh, but they've they've looked after me pretty well. Um, I've seen you know I've been seen car accidents, um, dog attacks, uh, floods, tornadoes. Oh, everything and everything in between snowstorms, whiteouts, yeah, blizzards. It's been a uh, been unbelievable journey. So you've run in, in the absolute extreme cold and now you're probably running in some pretty good heat. Yeah, so I've gone from anywhere from minus twenty five oh, to fifty two. 
is the the, the hottest I've had. Fifty two. In between, yeah, fifty two. That was in um, that was on the east coast of America, down south in Louisiana. It was as hot as I think I've ever been in my life. Wow, that must have been like running in a sauna. It, it was because it was. I, I I've been hearing a lot about the Brisbane weather, and it was exactly like that. It was really really humid, and uh, and on top of that, like the heat coming off. The road was just, it just melted me, basically. Mate, I was exhausted walking out of the house to get to the car in that uh, humidity. I don't know how you're doing running a marathon a day and all of that. Hey, listen, I want, I want to hear your recollections of this because I don't know a lot, a lot of people understand. You are meant to finish uh, at South Bank at the end of January. It was going to be a world record. That didn't go to plan, but talk us through why. Yeah, it didn't go to plan, and, and, and whilst that's disappointing, um, about 80 to 100 days in, um, I got a phone call from home um, from my parents to let me know that my dad had um, a terminal illness um, and he had about three months to live. Um, so I made the decision mm. a couple of weeks after that to head home um, and just say goodbye to him and just get around my family and my mum um, through what was a pretty tough time for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that probably made the world record Difficult to attain, but, I mean, whether I would have got there or not, who knows. But, uh, yeah, so I made the decision to go home um, and say goodbye to Dad and then come back and finish it basically in his honour. How did uh, how did that hit you and how did that impact you? How are you going with it now? Um, yeah, I probably haven't thought about it too much, to be honest. I probably haven't um, let it sink in. I've, I've got, a, like, a job to do, I suppose. Uh, but, yeah, it, was, it, it took an emotional toll, but... They're flying and like I was on the east coast of the US, so traveling from the east coast of the US back to Brisbane and then back within sort of 10 days of each other really took a toll physically. Um, and then having to get back in the game and, and try and turn my mind to running mm. it d- definitely took a toll. But I mean, for now, I'm, I've, I've got a job to do and he wants me to get it done. What did he say to you? All on. He, he just told me to go back and finish that damned run. <laughs> so basically, the last words. Geez, that must have been hard to leave him and go back. It was. So I left on um, – I went back on on a Thursday, I think it was, and he passed away on the Friday morning. Mm. Um, so I missed the funeral, which was which was pretty challenging. Mm. Um, but but I, I feel now I, I got to go home and say goodbye, so I don't regret it. Yeah, you did the right thing, and it sounds like he, he would have been super proud of you and <laughs> wanting you to see it through. Must give yeah, you a bit of comfort. Yeah, and, and, and he was – you know, like a lot of people, he was my dad was my hero growing up and my role model and mentor. So, so yeah, it was well, well worth the well worth the journey back. All right. Um, so you're in WA now. Um, what's the what's the plan? What do you got left? And when do you hope to be back here? So I've still got a, a fair way to go. I've got about six and a half thousand kilometres to run um, to hit the minimum number. So I'm going to follow the southern coastline of Australia. So I'll be running yeah, down the south coast of WA, and then I'll be on to the Nullarbor Plain, then into South Australia, past Adelaide, down to Geelong, Melbourne, and then up the east coast, so Sydney, and then back in Brizzy, finishing at South Bank, hopefully mid to late June. Is oh, the that's phenomenal. Um, that's phenomenal. And you're raising money for charity. Do you know how much you raised? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got three charity partners, which, was, which is awesome. Um, I've currently raised about $25,000 for them, which I'm hoping that that will explode um, whilst I'm running across Australia. Yeah. Um, 
and the charity just quickly, yeah, just Inspiring Brighter Futures, which is a local charity started by my grade seven school teacher right in Brizzy. Um, and then Lung Foundation and Wings for Life, uh, yeah. who help with uh, spinal cord injuries. They're my three charities. So if anyone wants to donate, they can uh, they can go to any of those websites and do that? They can go to those websites or they can go onto my website at timrunstheworld.com um, and there's a link there or they can go onto my uh, Instagram and the link's in the bio and that's at Timmy R. Franklin. There we go. Mate, uh, so in awe of what you're doing. So I hope it all goes well for the rest of it. You've had a hard time, but uh, yeah, I think we all admire you and can't wait to have a chat with you and see you when you finish. Yeah, awesome. Thanks very much, Bill. Good on you, Tim Franklin. Running the world, incredible, incredible. There's some people out there, you just got to tip your hat to them and, uh, yeah, what a journey he's had and he's got plenty to go. Let behind him if you can support him financially. I know it's tough for a lot of people, but if you can, spare a few dollars and a few shackles, it's going to great charities as well. 12 minutes to 12 on 4BC Mornings with Bill McDonald.